Welcome to the process. This is episode number 16 with me, Colton Wright, and me, Carlos Hidalgo, a.k.a. Carlito. We got some great information coming for you. And the first thing we're talking about is practicing what you preach. Carlos and I preach a lot of things every single day. And uh, I, one of my biggest pet peeves is people that will say something and they just don't practice it after they do it. And honestly, there's sometimes when I've caught myself falling short of the exact same thing. Um, just recently, uh, the other day, we launched a brand new campaign. And if you could imagine anything going wrong with launching a new campaign, every single thing went wrong. There was probably not any great bright sides from it when that, from the outside looking in right away. And I started to catch myself losing my attitude. And I had to call myself out on it. Like I started to get pretty negative, And I was just like, you know what? I got I to gotta call myself out on this. And I got to hold myself accountable to hold the line to make sure that I am not being negative and losing my attitude and not being excited in front of my people. And it's a lot easier to do, to do or to say than to actually do. And I think that's where we fall short is sometimes we'll say something and then we just never follow through on it. Um, like Carlos, any, any words of wisdom on that? Yeah, no. And I, now I'm thinking about it because a lot of people, you know, they'll share the Instagram videos and, and they'll post all the the motivational sayings and all the things that that they should be doing and they're reading the things they should be doing and they're acknowledging the things that they should be doing and i wonder what keeps most people from from doing what they should be doing or, or having the attitude and the mindset that they should be having when a lot of people know that they're screwing up or that they have the the wrong mindset so is it is it you know the whole 11th commandment thing that they're lying to themselves or they just sometimes i wonder if people don't really know I feel like most of the time it's lack of self-awareness. Like you, you literally just don't know that you're being negative or you, you don't know that you're going against what you said. Um, because just because you say something doesn't mean you actually live through it every single day. Um, and it's not always at the forefront of your mind. And whenever something's at the forefront of your mind, you're naturally going to lose the intentionality behind it. Uh, so I think, I think that's what it comes down to is, is number one, being able to hold yourself accountable. And number two, being aware of your actual actions. A lot of times we're just not aware of our actions. Yeah, and I'm thinking of times that I've this is a weird this is a weird example, but I there's people that will that I know will will go to the gym one morning and then they start telling everyone that they work out in the mornings. And I remember <laughs> in my head I, I I can't I can't say to myself out loud that I work out in the morning unless I've done it like consistently day in day out. Even now. Like I get tagged all the time for the discipline equals freedom for the early morning stuff. I get tagged often but when people ask me i say i try and work out in the mornings right i i usually work out in the mornings because right that, that guilty conscious of that i know that there's a day or two throughout the week that i miss makes me i feel like i can't say that i work out in the mornings all the time you can't identify as someone that works out because you're just not doing it every single day some days some days you're yeah. falling short and there's some people they'll just they'll do it once or twice and the next day they're like yeah i work out in the morning it's like no, no, no. You've well, done it twice. You, you did it twice <laughs> last month, but yes, you work out every single morning. You're right. Uh, so, no, and I think that goes back to the practicing what you preach. Sometimes we, we preach something and we only practice it in certain areas of our life. So like, for instance, let's say we practice, we preach, hey, you should have a great exit attitude. Everything's positive. Everything's good. And you only practice it at work. But then it comes to your family life and all of a sudden you're negative as hell and you have 
a negative conversation or negative remarks with every single situation with your significant other. Um, and just like keeping your mentality, it needs to go with every single aspect of your life, not just the ones that make sense for you. And I think that's where we have the, the term hypocrites, right? We have, oh, he's so hypocritical or he doesn't follow through. He's not a good leader. The reason why they're saying those things about you is because you're just not following through on your work. Yeah, and it's never with 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 bad intentions. I think the more I'm thinking about it, people never genuine. They, they don't they don't realize that they're not following true to the word. But I think if people yeah. add more weight to what they say, and maybe they're more worried about fulfilling whatever it is that they say, they'll they'll be more conscious and, and naturally become more aware of what it is that they're saying. Anything it should hold you accountable. Like if you say you're going to do something, you should be the type of individual that hey, if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to I'm going to do it. Like, and you feel like this, there's no other option other than, than for me to do it. You know, if I say that I, I have a good attitude or that I don't lose my attitude during when, when things are going crazy, like you should not allow yourself to lose your attitude under any circumstances, especially around your people. Exactly. Uh, I actually had a, a meeting with my team about this on, and it was strictly over follow through. Like, Hey, our, whenever, as a leader, your job is to set a goal and then follow through with what you're saying and that follow through is more important than the actual statement itself because you could say something and then you never follow through with it and never gets accomplished so for instance we're right now we're we're trying to be more proactive in writing a book as a whole in our office and also being more proactive with the break-even spreadsheets and being more financially illiterate or financially literate not illiterate all right um but the the whole point of it was if i just bring this up on a monday and then touch on it next month Nothing's going to be accomplished. Everyone's going to have forgotten about it. Nothing's going to actually be accomplished. But as a leader, it's my job to follow through with it every single leader's meeting just to remind them so it's at the forefront of their mind. Just like you talked about, we're not aware that we're not following through with their actions, right? It's the same thing. It's your job as a leader to remind yourself and other people to follow through with their goals, ambitions, dreams, desires, so we can all achieve them at the same time. Right. And this is maybe a little side point to that on the importance of just following, following through. Sometimes the follow through is more more important than the best execution possible on some things. You know, going back to the workout thing, some people will use the excuse, "Well, I didn't get enough sleep, so so I'm 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 going to work out later. I'm not going to work out in the morning." Sometimes it's better to just even if you didn't get enough sleep, wake up and just go through the motions, even if you don't feel like it, even if you didn't get enough sleep, because you can't afford to lose that that discipline. You can't afford to lose that that self-respect that you gain from following through on what it is that you're you're going to say. And a lot of people exactly. that aren't confident, you know, Hermosi talks about this and we've talked about it before. Like all confidence is is an undeniable stack of proof that that you say what it is that you do what you say it is that that you're going to do. And that's what you're trying to do with yourself is you're trying to win your self-respect over, you're trying to gain confidence over yourself. You're trying to be accountable to you and become a person who who actually does what they say that that they're going to do. And if you do that, you'll be you'll follow through on whatever it is you say. You won't be a hypocrite. And you know, you'll feel your words have value. You know, there's some people that are just full of shit and they'll say whatever <laughs> comes out of their mouth. <laughs> and, then, and, and there's some people, oh man, that's it's it's funny in the office, like, hey, you know everything you say you're full of shit with. Like, why don't you I'm cool with it. This, why, do, why do you why do you lie about it? <laughs> it's it's so true, um, and, and also too, if you look at those people, especially in our business, they're the ones that struggle the most in building a team. They're the ones that struggle the most in building a following, and the reason why is if 
they can't be honest with themselves, then how can anyone else expect to follow them? No one's going to trust them. No one's going to believe in them. And it, it sounds simple to be able to say, hey, you're, you're a compulsive liar. You should probably stop or no one's going to ever follow you. It sounds like a simple statement to be able to say. And yet, no matter if you call them out on it or not, it's such a hard behavior to change. It's like ingrained in them. And it, I, I don't think I've truly seen someone that was a, a, a compulsive liar and constantly lie to themselves and, and just not be honest. It's, it's a, I don't think I've ever seen someone truly completely eliminate that from their, their lives, honestly. I don't know if you have. Maybe I'm wrong. But I don't know if you have. I'm trying to think of one, and I can't. I can't find someone that was just naturally BSing that 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 came in and they were just a natural BSer. Yeah. And then changed it around. I I I I think it's someone that actually made it through and got promoted and they failed because when things get hard, instead of bullshitting someone else, they were just bullshitting themselves constantly, 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 <clears throat> constantly. And then just came like a compulsive sly cycle to themselves to where they eventually were to fail because they just wouldn't take ownership of it over anything. It's like Jocko talks about take extreme ownership. Like, yeah, it's great to take extreme ownership, but if you don't take any ownership at all, you're never going to ever be, never going to be successful. So uh, it's just, a, I guess being self-aware is, is the whole topic and basics of this. If you can't be self-aware of your, your actions and what you're saying, then you're never going to be able to follow through. You're never going to be able to practice what you preach. You're never going to be able to truly lead someone because no one's going to trust you. You know how I think you can do it? Oh. I don't, I don't know where I heard this or where I read this, but reading. Nothing makes you... Nothing, I heard or I read that almost nothing makes you more self-aware than reading. And maybe that's why, you know, we're, we're a little bit more self-aware than the average individual. Roth is super self-aware. You're super self-aware. I like to think I'm self-aware. Um, you are. <laughs> And, it, and, and I wish I could remember the wording or what exactly I heard and read, but basically something about your, your, when you listen to other people and what they're saying is there's always this, this like, you believe there might be some exterior motive or something with what's being said, or there's ego and pride in the way when someone's giving you criticism or feedback. When you're right. reading a book, your subconscious kind of knows like this book isn't attacking you. So you can you can self reflect on the book a little bit a, a little bit easier than than what than, than the words of someone else. I've never heard that, and that makes perfect sense. I love it. Yeah. Um, so but... I think the more and more you read, the more and more like you can you your your subconscious or even your conscious hopefully will will if you're reading people skill books will remember the times that you're not being a good person. Remember the times that you're not asking someone individual individuals questions or when you're when when someone made you feel book and thinking about how to unfriend and influence people, it talks about how you think about the times you felt good, good within, with, with, when you interacted with someone, they probably asked you a bunch of questions. You'll start to remember that when you're reading the book, you'll start to remember those situations. But if someone's telling you to remember, remember those times, you're, there's ego and pride in the way. A hundred percent. No, you're, you're exactly right. Cause it's, it's every time you're being coached, it, it's a, if you can always put a little bit of attack on your ego. Because it's something that I'm fucking up on that you're kind of you're you're basically pointing out to me this is a certain action that I'm doing wrong and I need to get better at, and I, I even know for me I would definitely get defensive in some situations and I had to call myself out on it and be like yo he's trying to help me like just chill out, um, and yeah. that's coming from someone that was yelled at their entire life with the athletic background, 
right? I'm so like, I'm, I'm used to being coached. I'm used to being yelled at. And even that, even, even being taught that way and raised that way, you still get <laughs> defensive in some, in some type of situations. So with a book and I've listened to, I don't know how many books at this point, I don't know how many books at this point, every time I'm reading a book, even if it's a bad book and I disagree with a lot of things, I'm learning something and I'm applying it, right? Almost every single time, even though I might disagree with a lot of the stuff in the book, I'm still learning it and applying it in some types of situation just because I'm more of a student when it comes to something that's not attached, attached to my subconscious. That makes perfect sense. I love it. Look at you. <laughs> I'm getting wiser from this conversation, Carlos. Which is why reading is so great. It, it will unravel you and all your issues. 100 percent Probably not the it, right word, but it'll make you self-reflect so you can make yourself better. For sure. And for those of you that say you struggle with reading, um, I, I have a guy that's getting promoted out right now. He was a high school dropout. Like when I like he did not the, the most book smart. He reads and he reads a lot. And he's read more in the past few years than you probably could possibly imagine. And if you say you struggle with reading, there is no excuse. Look at an audiobook. Have them read it to you and you follow along. You'll get more intelligent by you're doing it. But either way, like you, there's no reason why you should not start reading at some point. And I feel like the more I preach it, the more people just don't listen. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, I feel like the more I preach it, the more people do it. I just don't. Sometimes I don't preach it enough because I think they've already heard the same, heard me go through the same tangent. But like, I know when I'm, it's the same thing with like the sales and getting people on to produce. Like I know if I bring it to people's forefront mind, they're going to, they're going to do it and it's going to. It, it's gonna help them out, so I should 100%. I should just do it more. Um, where where I get torn is if I if I have suggest something for you to do and you still don't do it, then it's not really my responsibility to nag you for it as a leader. Like I'm saying, hey, here's how you should be successful. Just do this, and they're still not doing it. That's on them. But my tear is if I can just get someone to read one book and nag them to read that one book. Usually they'll get addicted to the the process of getting better and they'll start reading more. So my, my balance comes from, should I force someone almost in my company to be able to start reading so they get addicted to the process? Or should I just say, here's my suggestion for you. You should start reading. I think it depends on the individual, but I mean, I, I, yeah. I feel like I go about it from, from every angle. Some people try and hold their hand to do it. Some people just, I'm a just sarcastic asshole. Like, don't tell me you want to be successful and then you can't, you can't dedicate 10, 15 minutes a day. Like, you, you're full of shit. You are full of shit. If you say you want to be successful, you want to make a lot of money, you want to do all these things, but you can't read 10 to 15 minutes a day. If you can't figure that out, life is significantly harder than figuring out how to read for 10, 15 minutes a day. I think that's a good spot to end it, Colty. Um, thank you guys for, for listening. If you haven't subscribed to wherever you're listening or watching, please subscribe. Thank you for all the support. We'll see you guys on the next episode. See you soon. Bye-bye.